Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and we're glad you're with us. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sectional Championship Saturday night. We are so glad you're with us to listen to us talk about some dramatic and emotional wins around the state. To go to that point, let's hear what the scores are. I know you're all dying to find out who's winning. Let's turn that over to the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Nathaniel Finch. Thank you, Coach. Let's bring you all of those scores, and believe me, there's plenty. We've got girls' high school basketball sectional championships, still a full slate of boys' games as well. But more importantly here, to start off this first five-minute update, some Division I scores. IU lose. They lost today at home 85-71 to against Penn State, led by four at the half. We're outscored 48-30 to in half number two. Looking at some other scores, Notre Dame fell 70-60 to at Pitt. But Indiana State, they bring the good news. 75-67 to winners over a good Drake team. They won that one in Terre Haute. Ball State wins 77-67 to over Western Michigan. Evansville to round out Division I. A one-point win over Valparaiso. They win 63-62. to USI lost 79-74 at Tennessee State. Now the big game tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Purdue will tip off from Madison at 1 o'clock against number 6, Wisconsin. Big time battle. Top of the Big Ten. Number 2, Purdue. Number 6. And Big Ten leading Wisconsin. You don't want to miss it. That is tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Let's turn the page and talk about some small college basketball. And, of course, when we do that, we have to start with my UND Greyhounds. 64-51 Indianapolis defeats Maryville on the road. Purdue-Fort Wayne, 72-52 winners over Wayne State. Anderson wins. They put up 104 points, won 104-77 over Transylvania. Earlham, 62-60 winners over Mount St. Joseph. Wabash wins 89-81 over Denison. Hanover, 74-67 was that final score. They get the win over Manchester. DePaul loses, though, to Ohio Wesleyan, 67-64 in a close one. Rose Holman, not a close one, 79-49 winners over Defiance. Franklin wins 91-62 over Bluffton. Marion, 86 Taylor 64. Number 5 Indiana Wesleyan wins 102 to 88 over number 18 Bethel. Trying 88 to 76 winners over Alma Huntington 94 to 85 winners over St. Francis. 22 and 0 undefeated Grace College wins 84 to 67 over Spring Arbor. Now on the other end, 0 and 22 Goshen, they fall 87 to 66 over Mount Vernon Nazarene. Couple more for you here, Indiana Tech wins 96 to 78 over Aquinas. IU East loses 106 to 101 over Midway. That came in overtime. IU Kokomo wins by a penny, 82 to 81 over Oakland City. Finally, Holy Cross 70 67 Loyola Holy Cross gets the win. Some girls sectional scores. Let's start in 4A. Start the northern part of the state. Lake Central 51 to 39. They went over Maryville. 
Valparaiso 41, Crown Point 28. South Bend, Washington beats Adams 77 to 45. Northridge 53, Penn 37. Snyder beats Carroll 68 to 29 up in Fort Wayne. Carroll hosted that one. Homestead 57, Columbia City 49. McCutcheon Two-point winners over Harrison up in West Lafayette, 51-49. That one. Noblesville defeats Hamilton Southeastern, 49-45. Mount Vernon of Fortville wins over New Palestine, 48-39. The number one team in the state, Lawrence Central. They defeat Warren Central, 54-39. Pike by a penny over Franklin Central. 61-60, 61-60, to 60, the final. Plainfield, 59, Terre Haute North, 12. Center Grove by 20 over Mooresville, 61-41. Franklin wins by 3, it's 45-42 over Whiteland. Bedford North, Lawrence, 43. Jennings County, 39. Hanover Central, 36-33 over Highland. Bremen in overtime, 55-53 to 53 over Tippecanoe Valley. I'll give you more next. Welcome back, everybody. In the midst of uh, girls' sectionals, let us talk about a little bit of men's college basketball. Ball State with a 77-67 win over Western Michigan from the Ball State Network. David Ehal joins me. It's a big win for the Cards today, David. Yeah, it really was, Coach. I mean, uh, especially to go on the road and you know, look, you're you're running somewhat out of time. You only got uh, yeah. you know yeah. nine league games left, and and uh, Cards really had great effort today. Probably the best first half of basketball they've played all year. Held Western Michigan to just 22 points. They had a 17 point lead at half. It got to within 10 at the five-minute mark, but unlike Miami, a couple uh, games ago where they let it slip away, Cardinals uh, made plays and hit free throws down the stretch and got a much-needed road win today. Well, you know what? They're learning. We, we forget sometimes this is a relatively young group of guys, haven't been together much, uh, not a lot of basketball experience at this level, not a lot of experience in the rigors of going through conference play and what that's all about. And so, you know, starting to put some things together. They've had to learn some hard lessons, and it appears, at least for today, those are some lessons learned. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's an inexperienced group, not only a lot of the young guys, but as you said, Bob, guys in positions they haven't been in traditionally. And, yeah, and uh, yeah. Michael Michael Lewis, a uh, little change in the starting lineup. Trent Middleton, one of the freshmen, um, played today, got the start, 13 points, six rebounds, uh, 33 minutes, three assists. That moved Jalen Anderson off of the point, and Jalen mm-hmm. rewarded Coach Lewis with <laughs> a 20-point 20, 20 outing. <laughs> so the freshman, Trent Middleton, just continues to get better and better. And and uh, I think what you said about learning from mistakes, you hate to go through those in losses, but the Cardinals didn't want to see what happened in a couple of games where they had late leads, and today – made the plays down the stretch and you hope that can just carry over and uh, uh, through the remainder of the max schedule. Yeah, and, and where being young hurts you is when you get in conference play and you, and you don't you know, you need somebody to tell them what it's going to be like at certain venues and how crazy people are going to be and how to deal with officials and how to you know, all those things the little things that you need to help with the coach can talk about it but it's much better if you got somebody who's been through the wars and can level with you and tell you the truth. 
Yeah, there's no question about it. And I think that's where, you know, the two leaders and the veterans, Bashir Jihad and Jalen Anderson, are guys that are stepping into that role. And, you know, Bob, you we've talked about Bashir, and, and I love this yeah. guy. When we, when we talked last Saturday, I told you against NIU, he drew 12 fouls himself. Today, he drew 13. And to put that in Yikes. perspective, Zach <laughs> Eady, who we all know leads the nation in that category, averaging about nine fouls drawn a game. So, you know, if what, what Bashir is doing and the pressure that he puts on the defense, um, he had 18 and eight today. But what he does to, to get his team to the free throw line and to set up his teammates from all the attention um, can't go unnoticed. And I think the big thing today, Bob, if you're going to look at statistics, seven turnovers. Um, wow. me, meanwhile, you four sixteen, and you win that battle twenty four to six. And if you take care of the basketball, um, I think that's the key to Ball State um, winning basketball games. If they don't turn it over, they got really right. good half court D. They've got good half court offense, and um, it sets it up great for them. Uh, two teams that are in front of them in the standings in Ohio and Miami are two of their next three opponents. So, uh, really cards, uh, you know, they've, they've got it all set up to, to take right. care of business and get in that top eight, which is the ultimate goal to make it to the Mac tournament. Men's college action today, Ball State 77-67 winners over Western Michigan. David Eha from the Ball State Network. David, thanks. Have a great week. You too, Coach. Thanks. Thanks very much. Girls, high school, sectional action. Some great, great matchups around the state. As you would expect, Marquette Catholic over Triton tonight at Culver. 52-39, the final in this one. Tanner Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network on the call. Tanner, you got about a minute to get started, so give me an overview, and then we'll come back and get some – uh, I'm sorry, say that again. Yeah, yeah, Coach. Uh, Marquette Catholic, uh, they get the 52-39 victory over Triton. It was a back-and-forth game. But before we break down into more and after the timeout, uh, it was a back-and-forth game in which, at one point, tri- uh, Marquette Catholic led by one after the first quarter. Then Triton hit a buzzer-beater three to go up by three at the end of the second quarter. Then before the fourth quarter, it was just a three-point lead for Marquette Catholic. And then the Blazers explode for 20 in the fourth quarter. And... Uh, end up getting the big-time victory over Triton, who beat them in the sectional semifinals last year. So a little revenge uh, for Katie Kalignan and the Marquette Catholic Rangers. Tanner, hang on. We'll come back and talk more. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Let's pick up right where I left off 10 minutes ago talking about the scores that you care about tonight. It's girls' sectional championships. Down in Evansville, Evansville North wins 52-46 to over Evansville Central. Then we had New Prairie with a 56-38 win over South Bend Clay. Northwood beats Fairfield 34-32 to in a close one at West Noble. Fort Wayne Concordia falls just barely 53-45 to to Woodland. Benton Central, 48. West Lafayette, 43. That game at Twin Lakes. Norwell, 57. Belmont, 40. At McConaughey. 
We have a one-point win. Hamilton Heights 37, Jay County 36. Danville over Lebanon at Cascade. It's 53-14. to Indian Creek beats Edgewood 52-35. to Chatard over Heritage Christian 59-53 in a high-scoring battle. Speedway beats Purdue Pauley 52-42. to Greensburg 41, Batesville 22, that one at Lawrenceburg. Scottsburg defeats Madison 53-36. to Washington over Vincennes, Lincoln 52-42. Gibson Southern winners 78-35 over Boonville. On to some 2A action. North Judson, they lose 47-37 to LaVille. Fremont, big win 41-38 to Central Noble. Lewis Cass defeats Winnemac 50 45 to 25. Lures defeats Whitco 59-46. LCC over Delphi 45 to 22. This one in four overtimes, ladies and gentlemen. Eastbrook 62, Blackford 58. My goodness. Welcome back. Four overtimes. Four overtimes. Did you did you four. say that, Nathaniel? Four of them, coach. Four you heard overtimes. me. Man, oh man. That's sectional action. That's what it's about. Great job. Thanks, Nathaniel. Thank you very much. We go back to Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network talking about Marquette Catholic's win uh, in their sectional. Uh, It's a very impressive win that they have tonight uh, in the uh, sectional. Remind me where that sectional is again. At John R. Nelson Gymnasium of the beautiful at Culver Community. Coach, it was a phenomenal environment. I mean, Triton. They brought a great crowd, Mark, uh, Michigan City, Marquette Catholic. They brought a great crowd. And as we mentioned before we went to the break, it was a neck-and-neck battle. I mean, and at the end of the first quarter, it was 10-9 in favor of Marquette Catholic. Then Triton, it seemed like they were going to be tied going into halftime. And then Sydney King, the the 5-10 junior forward, hit the buzzer beater at the, right at from three in order to put Triton up by three, 19-16. And then going into the third quarter, again, stayed close as Marquette Catholic led 32-29. to And then Marquette Catholic was able to put up 24th quarter points while giving up just 10 to Triton. Uh, to secure their to secure their fifth sectional title and first one in 2019. And last season, it was Triton who knocked off the Blazers in the sectional semifinal. So, little good, uh, little revenge game here for Marquette Catholic, and they get the job done tonight. Who do they play next week? So right now uh, they are scheduled to play Morgan Township after they defeated Calc. Of course, Morgan mm-hmm. Township their big win was against Tri Township at the buzzer and. Coach, I got to give a huge shout out for uh, Lanaya Davis, the 5'11, check out the 5'7 sophomore guard, almost had her career high. Mm-hmm. She scored 30 points, including 15 wow. in that fourth quarter. Uh, she is a player to keep an eye on, a really talented player, good handle, good confidence going to the basket. And anytime the Blazers needed a big play, she was the player that made that. So, an impressive win uh, for Katie Kalugnan for the Blazers, and they got to get ready for Morgan Township. They're riding some great momentum after they win in their own sectional for next week's regional. At the Culver sectional, Marquette Catholic beats Triton 52-39. From the Regional Radio Sports Network, Tanner Camp on the call. Tanner, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. You do the same, Coach. Three broadcasts in one day, and nothing beats Hoosier hysteria here tonight. (laughs) Thanks. I appreciate it. Kurt Darling joins me from Nine Star TV. We'll talk a little boys basketball tonight. Tipton is number one in 2A. Uh, They have a a very impressive win tonight. Uh, Kurt Darling, tell me about this Tipton win tonight. 
Yeah, Coach uh, Tipton going up against Shenandoah over at Vaughn Harrison Memorial Gymnasium in Middletown. Mm -hmm. And um, these are two uh, small school blue bloods, Coach, as you know. Um, This was a team that in the Tipton that obviously 16-1 coming into this contest. They are pretty much rolling over everybody except Kokomo back on January 20th. But But Shenandoah, they came ready to play. In fact, so much so that they were actually leading at the end of the first quarter, nine to seven. So there was a lot of defense being played between these two squads. And at the half coach, it was knotted at 29 apiece. And one reason why Shenandoah was able to keep such good pace with Tipton was the big breakout play of Garrett May, who's only a sophomore. He has yet to really have any kind of big scoring capacity all season long. He ends up by the end of the night coming away with 18 points. So he has a really big performance. But Tipton, as you can expect from a team that is number one in the nation, they really got things together going into the second half. They were up by five at the end of the third, 43 to 38. And then they outscored Shenandoah 26 to eight in the final Mm. quarter. It was a bloodbath in that final quarter to coach, but still you got to give a lot of props to Shenandoah for really taking it to the top team in two way, but Tipton really showing how talented they are. Grady Carpenter leads the way for them with 24 points. Nolan Swan, despite fouling out midway through the fourth quarter, he finishes with 19 as well for coach Cliff Hawkins, who now gets his 81st win in his fifth year at Tipton and also his 579th of his career coach. He's been here. He's been in, yeah. Indiana lifer, as my broadcast right. partner Jim Leisure told me. So he is certainly yeah. doing what he does best, and that is really taking good teams far to where they can be. It's also great at taking good teams and making them better and, and redoing programs. And he's a program builder, and he's one of the best at it. Kurt Darling from Nine Star TV. Tonight, number one and 2A, Tipton beats Shenandoah 60-46. to Kurt, thanks so much for the call. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. You too. Let's talk some girls' sectional action. David Sockle from Southern Indiana Sports Productions joins me. Bedford North Lawrence beating Jennings County 43-39 in sectional championship action tonight. David, thank you so much for the call. This is a great, great matchup. Um, This is a very, you know, defending champs kind of showed you why uh, you have to pay attention to them as as a possible uh, contender once again. Well, I've got to tell you, Coach, this was the 13th straight sectional championship for Bedford-Dorf-Lawrence. The history just moves on. The legends just move on. And guess what? The person uh, that uh, led the way, uh, a lot of people know of Chloe Spreed. She is the uh, Division I player that's going Mm -hmm. to Alabama. But uh, uh, a young lady by the last name of Bailey, which that name uh, down in Lawrence (laughs) County is uh, very well known. And it's always (laughs) – That's royalty. Well, yeah, throughout, throughout the state of Indiana. But Madison Bailey uh scored 24 chloe had 16 they had 40 of the 43 points uh to beat jennings county 43 to 39 and the thing about it is is that they were the they're the defending state champs and they were not favored to win the floyd central sectional it was jennings county who was ranked fifth in the state and Mm -hmm. jennings Mm -hmm. county had beat them about a month beat them a month ago to the day by 17 but uh, again jeff allen and his girls 
I'll tell you, when it becomes tournament time, watch out for BNL. Uh, they came out and just did a shutdown defensive job on the Michigan State Society for Jennings County. That's Julianne Woodard, and held her to five points. And they held a team that averages 62 points a game. They held them to 10 points in the second half. As uh, Jennings County pretty much led the first three quarters, they led by three after the uh, – third quarter, but uh, Jennings County just uh, could not hit a bucket in that fourth quarter, and uh, B&L had outscored them 11-4 to and went on to win it 43-39, to and uh, they'll move on. Uh, disappointing for Jennings County, who had a great year, 23-4, and but uh, again, it's hard to take out the defending champs, and Bedford North Lawrence does it once again as they'll move on to play Center Grove next week. David Sockel from the Southern Indiana Sports Productions on the Jennings County and uh, Bedford-North Lawrence matchup in the Floyd Central Championship game. This one goes to BNL 43-39. David, thank you so much. Hope we'll talk next weekend. Thanks for the call. I'm sure we will, Coach. You have a great one. Thanks very much. Thank you. Very busy night now. Sectional action. Going to slow down just a little bit now, early flurry. We're going to talk some college basketball here a little bit later on tonight. Uh, some uh, Purdue with, an, uh, with a uh, game, Purdue playing uh, good basketball. IU, tough loss today. Uh, scoreboard update coming up. We'll talk about those. We'll also... Continue to talk about girls' sectional action. I want to congratulate those young ladies who have uh, won. And if your team did not win and, and you are a senior, I want to congratulate you on uh, on a great career. Uh, not having seen you, not knowing you, but listen, you're to be congratulated. You and your family. Um, you know, it's been a, a tremendous experience for all of you for a long time. And um, it's a difficult night. I mean, it's a hard night for a lot of families in our state. Uh, and I understand it. I, I share the pain that you're going through um, and wish it would be different. But uh, unfortunately, that is what this is about. But congratulations on all the all the highs. And I understand that. I fully, uh, fully understand all that. And I wish you the best in what's coming up. And those of you who won tonight, good luck tomorrow night. Just continue. Uh, this is a lifelong memory. And I hope you understand how important it will be for you as uh, you get a little bit older. Coming up later on tonight, more high school basketball sectional championship action, plus some college basketball. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
The last time we talked to you, I told you about a four-overtime basketball game. This is girls' high school basketball sectional championships. Eastbrook defeated Blackford 62-58, to and it took them four extra periods. Let's pick up from there. LaPel over Winchester 62-21. to They win a sectional at their home gym. Northeastern does the same thing. They defeat Shenandoah 59-21. to Eastern Hancock 67, Cecina 11. Sheriff over Covenant Christian, this one at Park Tudor, 47-28, to the final. Park Heritage defeats Greencastle, 43-32. North Decatur over South Ripley, 57-39. Brownston Central, 45. Austin, 33. Linton Stockton scores 43. North Knox scores 36. A win for Linton Stockton. South Spencer, 38-33 over Crawford County. Morgan Township wins by four. It's 28-24 over Counts Marquette Catholic, 52. Triton, 39. That one at Culver. Bethany Christian defeats Fort Wayne Blackhawk 59-55. Casting over Tri-County 37-36. Northfield defeats Southern Wells 41-22. Clinton Central at Attica defeats Rossville 48-33. Daleville by a penny. They defeat Anderson Prep 39-38. Just as close at Union City, they win a sectional in their home gym, 49-45. to couple more for you here. North Central of Farmersburg, they win 33-26. to Bethesda Christian over Indiana Math and Science, 62-22. And Eminence defeats Greenwood Christian, 52-26. Welcome back, everybody. High school basketball tonight, sectional action at North Judson. That's where this one takes place. Very impressive win tonight. LaVille taking home the championship. North Judson wins this one uh, over, uh, excuse me, LaVille 47-37 winners over North Judson. Kenny Kramer from LVH1 joins me. Kenny, thanks so much for the call. What an impressive win for LaVille tonight. Yeah, it really was. This was uh, LaVille's first sectional since 2003, and uh, Brooke Edison just felt uh, in the moment. Uh, she finished the night with uh, 15 points, leading the way for the Lancers, and it was just, it was a really up-and-down fourth quarter. Uh, LaVille was up uh, by 13 early on, and then North Judson just cut the lead down to five, just like that, uh, but the Lancers um, proved their defense and points off turnovers and some free throws and down the stretch with the win. You know what? Uh, that's a long dry spell. 2003, they've got to be ecstatic at this win. And, you know, the, the, you love how they do it. You love how they, they win on the road. <laughs> they go in and, and come back with a W. What a big, big night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Coach Amor was uh, was really just ecstatic with the win. You know, last year he won the Bi-County, which uh, up in northern Indiana for schools around here, it's a, it's a big deal. Um, and then obviously getting a sectional title is another big deal. But unfortunately, he couldn't get it done last year. But to get it done this year just really means a lot to him, and especially the LaVille community because we haven't won in 21 years. Good for them. All right, who plays well for LaVille tonight? Um, Brooke Edison really played well. Um, everyone just obviously just pitched in. Right. Uh, London Kwiatkowski played well. Uh, she fouled out in the fourth quarter, but she was grabbing rebounds. Uh, Michaela Kuski um, was just handling the ball very, very strongly. Ava Wild was in there. She was playing some great minutes. Uh, just everyone coming off the bench was strong. 
And uh, the Lancers just proved to be the tougher team tonight. Who are they playing next week? Uh, they will face Andrean in the regional after Andrean won by 40 points in their sectional game. Yeah, but tonight uh, it all belongs to LaVille. Great win. LaVille wins the sectional uh, at North Judson. They win 47-37 over the host North Judson tonight. Kenny Kramer from LVH1, thanks for the call, Kenny. We'll talk next weekend. Look forward to it. Thanks very much. New Palestine and Mount Vernon square off in great tournament action uh, tonight at Pendleton Heights. Mount Vernon wins it 48-39 from the New Pal Radio Network. Our good friend Andrew Smith. Andrew, tough luck for New Pal tonight, but we talked last night and knew this would be a strong challenge for them playing a very good Mount Vernon team. Yeah, and it's a Mount Vernon team that, won 10 games in the regular season, but they dealt with a lot of injuries and they really began to hit their stride as January rolled around. They got into tournament play and it always seems like Julie Shelton's team's peak at sectional time. And Mm -hmm. they certainly did tonight and tonight. Really? It wasn't the expected people from Mount Vernon that stepped up. They're a six, three senior DePaul commit Ellery Mensch did play well. She had 16 points, but the star for them was freshman Gabby Thomas. She hit five of six from three-point range in the game, scored 20 points, and it, it seemed like every one of those threes came at a critical moment in the contest. She hit back-to-back shots, bridging the first and second quarter that helped Mount Vernon build an early 14-4 to lead. And then from there, it was always at least a two-possession game. And um, New Pal was able to fight back Kendra Moore three-pointer got it within six midway through the third, and then Thomas hit back-to-back threes to put him up 12. And uh, from there, the Dragons, again, cut it to eight early in the fourth. She stuck another three-pointer on the next possession, and suddenly it's an 11-point game. And New Pal was just never quite able to get over the hump from from there. But a a really solid performance by the Marauders on both ends. And uh, for New Pal, Kendra Moore had 13 points. That's a career high. Her second career high in in three games for the sophomore. And uh, Vivian Miller playing her last game had 11 points as well. It was a really good season for the Dragons. They came in, lost their all-time leading scorer to graduation last year. A lot of people didn't expect much out of this team. They won 14 games in a conference championship and beat two really good teams to get to the sectional championship. And uh, and uh, congratulations to Mount Vernon on uh, their sectional championship victory. And if you'll indulge me for a second, had a boys game earlier today as well as uh, New Pal beat Southport 73-60. to Southport led that game for about two mm-hmm. and a half quarters. Jack Turner hit four threes for them. His last one put him up five midway through the third, and then New Pals Julius Gizzi said, okay, it's time to take the game over, and he did. He scored 21 points in the second half, 37 for the game. That's the 10th highest total in New Pal history, his second highest total of the season, and his 12th 30-point game of the year. He had a three. Brady Armstrong and Moses Haynes hit threes in quick succession to give the Dragons a lead, and they turned that five-point deficit into a 10-point lead pretty quickly and ended up cruising uh, to a 13-point win in the Southport Fieldhouse this afternoon as well. Good day for the uh, Gizzy family because Greg Rakestraw and I did the Marion uh, Taylor men's game, and we did the men and women's doubleheader, and Maximus and his teammates played awfully, awfully well. So good day for the family. Andrew Smith. 
New Pal Sports Network. Mount Vernon beats New Pal to win that sectional tonight. Thanks so much, Andrew. We'll talk next week. Thank you. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. Notre Dame and Pitt men's college basketball action tonight. Pitt wins this one 70 to 60 from uh, Irish 101. Dr. Lynn Clark joins me. Another tough loss for the Irish today, Lynn. Notre Dame drops to 2-9 and nine in ACC play and 7-15 and 15 overall with their sixth straight loss, Bob. Pitt shot 45% from the field to Notre Dame's 39%, but the difference mm. in the game was long-range shooting, where Pitt was 10 of 25 for 40% from three. Well, the Fighting Irish only managed to hit five of 19 threes for 26%. It just, uh, you know, you, you can't defend at a high enough level when you don't shoot it that well, unfortunately. And they just they just cannot seem to get some things going on the offensive end. Well, the Irish did show some signs of resiliency and wanted to rally late in the game to cut the pit lead down to nine points in the second half. But a balanced scoring attack by the Panthers, who had four players scoring double figures, led by Blake Hinson, 17 points, kept the Irish at bay. But on the positive note in this game, Notre Dame did cut down its turnover margin. They had 10 tonight. They've been averaging like 14, 15 in the game. And the Irish with 28 points in the paint. But it's been the outside shooting, mm-hmm. Bob, that has been the mm-hmm. problem for the fighting Irish. And they need to correct right. that because they conclude their three-game road swing at Duke on Wednesday. Tonight, or today actually, Pitt over Notre Dame 70-60 to men's college basketball. Lynn Clark, can't do it without you. Thanks, as always. Have a great week. Thanks, Bob. College basketball today. Wabash College wins again 89-81 at Denison. The head coach of the Little Giants, Kyle Brummett, joins me. Coach, congratulations. on uh, You're still on the road, I assume. Uh, we're home, Bob. Uh, got oh. home just uh, about an hour ago. So uh, Outstanding. To, <laughs> the glamorous yeah, life, please. yeah. It's the glamorous life of a small college basketball coach. <laughs> yep. Well, you'll appreciate this. Uh, we played on the road on Wednesday at Kenyon College, which is about five hours uh, that was a, a 6 o'clock tip. So uh, it was a late night, uh, early morning on Thursday. The guys were in class Thursday morning. And then we hopped back on the bus uh, Friday after practice and uh, <laughs> played a 2 o'clock game today. So uh, we've got one more road game in our regular season. We, we uh, finished with three on the road and then two home games. And uh, so far, so good. Uh, We've won six in a row. Uh, Today was a really big game for us. Dennison had beaten us at home early Mm -hmm. in the season at the very beginning of January. And uh, we had some things to figure out at that point. And and our guys have been tough. Uh, They've let us coach them hard. And uh, we're playing really good basketball right now. All right, I need you to hang on through this uh, short break if you can because I want to no come problem. back and talk specifically about the game. Kyle Brummett from Wabash will stay with us and we'll come back, talk about their big win uh, on the road at Denison after this scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
Happy to be with you from our Monument Circle Studios in downtown Indianapolis. Let's get into some Division One basketball. The day didn't start very well this morning slash afternoon in Bloomington. IU lost 85-71 to to Penn State. They were ahead by four going into the break and then just came out flat. They were outscored 48-30 to in the second half. Here is what head coach Mike Woodson had to say about that terrible second half. I just thought tonight, second half, we were so flat coming out. I mean, something I hadn't seen. I mean, I look at their first possession to start the second half, and they got like, I think, three, four cracks at it where we couldn't come up with loose balls or rebound. I mean, it was like we were steps slow, and it's kind of disappointing because you play a good game against Iowa, and then you come back and basically... The team laid an egg, but Khalil Ware had a good game. 25 points, 11 rebounds for him. They lose 85-71 to at home. The Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, they also fell. This one 70-60 on the road against the Pittsburgh Panthers. Indiana State, they get the win, often called by Coach Lovell as the hottest team in the state of Indiana. I'd say you can give Purdue that nod, but they're right there. 75-67 winners at home over Drake. Meanwhile, Ball State, 10-point winners over Western Michigan and the Broncos, 77-67. That final score for the Cardinals on the road. A big one here at Valparaiso. It's Evansville defeating Valpo, 63-62. What a game! Close one up there. And Southern Indiana loses 79-74 to against Tennessee State. I'm Nathaniel Finch. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Before the uh, scoreboard update, we were talking with Kyle Brummett from Wabash College. They went on the road at Denison 89-81. All right, tell me how you gutted this out after being on the road all week, it seems. Well, uh... When we talked last week, uh, we have led our league in uh, points allowed, only giving up about 64 points a game. So if you if if you would have told me that uh, Denison was going to hit 15 threes at home, I would have told you we were going to be in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we scored the ball today. Um, you know, we had four guys in double figures, but right, you know that that's a little bit how we've had success. But it's been more like you know. Couple guys with twelve, couple guys with ten. Tonight, uh, Avery Bieber from Lafayette Jeff had a career high twenty points. He's been playing really well for us. It was four for seven from three. Um, Amani Jones, uh, who's been our leading scorer for a couple years from Pike High School, had a double double, seventeen points and ten rebounds. And uh, Sam Comer from Danville, uh, he had eighteen points and eight rebounds. We made our free throws. We're 23 for 28 from the free throw line. We're really physical around the basket. Um, Offensive rebounded in the second half. Did a really good job on the defensive backboards. Uh, We just had a hard time uh, taking the threes away from them. They they shot it really well in the second half. And and every time we push it to 10, they climb back in it. But, you know, that's how conference games go. So, I was I was pretty pleased that we could go on the road and play, you know, basically mm-hmm. a different right. style than than we've been successful with over the last few games. All right, so uh, where are you now league-wise? Because you're coming up cl- on the end of the season on the tournament. Where are you? Yeah, we're in first. Um, we are a, a half game ahead of Worcester. Uh, we actually have a bye this Wednesday, so 
Mm-hmm. Everybody else will play. Um, but we are we're at ten and three. Uh, Worcester's at nine and three. We finished the season with Worcester at our place. So we go to Hiram next Saturday. It's our last right. game in the league. Um, it's a tough trip as far as travel goes. And then we finish uh, Wednesday uh, against Ohio Wesleyan, who has who also beat us at their place. And then uh, Worcester at home, who we were able to beat uh, at Worcester uh, to kind of get this run of, of successful games going. Wabash, 89-81 winners over Denison. Kyle Brummett, Coach, thanks. I know it's been a long, long week. Thanks so much for the call. Good luck next week. All right. Appreciate you, Bob. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Coming up, we're going to continue to talk about high school basketball. We're going to talk uh, uh, great sectional championship wins around the state. We're going to also update you on who's going to be playing whom. I'm not sure the locations are going to be determined and uh, until maybe tomorrow. So we'll, we'll bring you the information that we have uh, on all of that. Uh, we're certainly glad that you've joined us. Um, and it's been a very busy night. We're going to talk some college basketball in the next hour, talking about IU uh, and more high school basketball. Sectionals coming up. Just a reminder now that we're into the sectionals for, for girls. The boys' pairing show will be coming up on the 18th of this month. That is literally right around the corner. I mean, it makes sense, obviously, since we're into this mode right now. And so... Um, it doesn't stop. That's why it's so much fun. So we're going to have that to talk. We have plenty. Listen, we have a lot more to go, a lot more basketball to talk about. Uh, also talk a little Pacers basketball. They're, they're not in action today. They're playing tomorrow. So we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, we're glad that you're with us. Don't forget to join us uh, throughout the rest of the night. We're going to try to, again, wrap up, let you know who's going to be playing whom uh, in regional action and um, spend some more time talking about college basketball, some great matchups to, to, to still discuss. Scoreboard update coming up, top of the hour. You're going to find out who's had a great day, a fun day, with Nathaniel Finch on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're glad you're with us. Uh, once again, I want to congratulate all the young ladies who won championships and, and those who didn't win. Congratulate you on great careers and, and all the things that you've done and the experiences that you've had and the impact you've had on your community and on your schools. Um, I, and I know it. Oh, I know it stings. I, it, it, it hurts. I, I understand it. And um, uh, I wish it, it weren't that way, but um, this is, it's, it's, it's a tough, tough situation without question so uh, i would encourage everybody find out you know for the matchups and the pairings go to ihsaa.org and, and check all of that out. we're going to talk about it later later on tonight nathaniel finch uh what a great night have you had fun tonight oh yeah you kidding me girls sexual so, basketball uh, doesn't get any better basket you're right all right so purdue in action tomorrow is that correct Big time game tomorrow. They're taking on number six, start. Wisconsin. It is you're a big right. Time game. One o'clock start. Yep. And uh, it's one you're not going to want to miss. Number two right. versus number six. Two best teams in the Big Ten. It's at Madison. It's going to be a great one. 
It is a great one. Uh, I wouldn't make more out of it than what it is. It's just another game of the Big Ten, but it is an important game without question as you're looking at seedings and everything in the uh, upcoming NCAA tournament. And it's uh, yeah, clearly going to be a big one. Now, the Pacers play tomorrow, correct? Let me check on that for you. I think I think they do. I've been kind of wrapped up in high school basketball. Yeah, so yep, they, we still have... They're in Charlotte, 6 uh, o'clock, sir. Yeah. It seems like they've never been home. They're, are they ever coming back <laughs> home? I know they've been on a road trip, but it, it just seems like they've uh, they've angered somebody in the, uh, in, in the office, in the NBA office, and they're not allowed to play home games, it seems like. Well, if you can get through tomorrow, you've got two home games next week, so followed by three road games. You might be okay. onto something. I stand... Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. It just it's sometimes it, that's how you feel when you're when you're looking ahead at those kinds of schedules. And so, uh, so we're pretty. I think we have most, if not all, the scores right. So we're pretty much done in terms of that. We have collected all that information. I think most of the games, if not all, have been completed. And so, we'll, we'll update that throughout the night. And I'm going to spend some time trying to figure out who's playing who, whom, so to speak, next week. So. Oh, we've still got a lot more to go, but we're going to be watching Purdue and Wisconsin at 1 o'clock uh, tomorrow. And then we still have one more week, right, until we have uh, the big game, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Since we're not allowed by law to mention the word. Uh, the big game is next Sunday. What time does that thing start? 6, 8, 9, whatever? 6 or 6.30. But I'll tell you what, the big game Something the like night that. before, how about Purdue or right. IU? I think you're right. Good point. Nathaniel Finch making good points. He's coming up with a top-of-the-hour scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.